Hi, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. So today, as promised, we're going to walk a little bit away from the food area, and we're going to talk about something to do with my hometown. And yes, it is cottagecore. It's Detroit cottagecore, because Detroit, although a city, is where I was born and is kind of like a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Okay, all right, no, wait, that's a different reference. That's Donnie and Marie, and probably a reference older than most of the listeners here. No, it's a little bit country and a little bit city. So we have the best of both worlds there. And I want to talk about a frequent visitor, a frequent I want to say presence in the city of Detroit. You will find this particular creature in the fields, in the grasslands, in the abandoned places. I'm talking about our friend, the pheasant. Especially the male pheasant. They are loud, they are proud, and they are in the grass. So take out your book of stuff and we're going to talk about our hidden friends the Detroit pheasants now for some of you The thought that a wild bird could be roaming around Detroit just as pretty as you please, with not a care in the world, as a matter of fact, seems odd. I mean, you wouldn't think that in the Motor City you would have these wild birds, but they are there. I can promise you, especially during mating season, you will be very aware of their presence. They're really uh, quite a stunning bird. And if you've ever seen one, you can't forget it because they have those long pheasant feathers. They're really uh, popular. In fact, at the age of hat makers being so strong, or milliners if we want to really get into it, you would see people adorning their hats in Detroit with those feathers. And quiet as it's kept, it still is going on now. Now, of course, no one is running around grabbing these poor little birds and whipping the feathers out of their tails in the city. But, you know, we still use pheasant feathers to adorn our hats. That hasn't changed. And I say we, even though I no longer live inside the city limits, but I was born, bred and raised there, baby, and you cannot take that away from me. So I would even go so far as to say, I don't think that I really accept people being genuinely Detroit born and bred if they're men until I see that first pheasant feather in that hat. One thing I love about the story of the pheasants that we have running around in Detroit and Michigan is that they're actually immigrants. 
It is the Chinese ring-necked pheasant that is running around the city of Detroit. And believe it or not, they've been here since about 1895. That's right, 1895. That's when they were brought over to Holland because they're really tasty. You know, I love the pheasants and everything, but they taste really good. So I love eating them too, not just looking at them. And they were first again farm animals and like pigeons, you know, squab, they got out and they got everywhere. Michigan being a very industrious territory, we had a lot of uh, trains and hedgerows and whatnot as we moved from an agrarian to an industrial based society in certain city centers. And when that happens, you have a lot of areas you have railroad tracks, you have um, different kinds of water systems. And the pheasant found that just hanging out in the little bitty hedgerows and the grass areas, they could survive just fine, thank you very much. As a matter of fact, they winter here. They don't, they don't migrate, they don't go anywhere else. They spend their winters here and they get along just fine. They're actually thriving in the city. And part of that is because it is illegal to hunt pheasants in the city by firearm. I didn't say it was illegal by bow and arrow, which is also a firearm, but I'm not really sure enough on that. So I'm going to say long gun in this particular case. But yes, definitely pheasants are there, which is an interesting thing because we have so much urban agriculture going on. Because the pheasants being there, they they like to eat too. And with the pheasants bring the predators of the pheasants. And those are coyote. And we have a lot of coyote there. And we even have some fox running around Detroit. Some foxes. But no one really knows about that. That's one of those things we don't talk about a lot. Um, So you heard it here. Okay. So I'm going to uh, go to our next portion about pheasant. Now, even though this species is kind of invasive, you know, they're a visitor, they've been here a very long time, like a really long time. So they're part of life here. And because we love to observe them and love their feathers and love their antics and their very loud mating calls, I'm talking to you, Mr. Pheasant Male, um... We enjoy restocking them um, as part of a state. The Sportsman Guild and the DNR, the Department of Natural Resources, is constantly restocking pheasants. They're constantly bringing more pheasants because they don't want them to die out. Because even though in Detroit they're safe, they get hunted really, really vigorously elsewhere in the state as well as becoming prey to predators. So one thing you'll see many times is that you'll hear every year about pheasants being released into the wild here in Michigan. I think in 2020 though, that had to stop. So I'm looking forward to it to happening in 2021. Uh, You can double check me by checking the Michigan State Department of Natural Natural Resources website just to double check me. But we really do love them a lot. And interestingly enough, these are Chinese ring-necked pheasants, 
Well, the biggest area that you see these pheasants, I mean, they're all over the city, but one of the largest and oldest concentrations that I can remember growing up around was around the Shane area. And that actually was one of the original two Chinatowns in Michigan, in Detroit specifically. So that was something. And now there's a new Chinatown project that's going on uh, with entrepreneurs here. So if you're interested in finding out about that, I'd recommend researching it because it's an exciting project. But, you know, I digress. Back to the original topic. You know how I keep going on about their mating rituals and how loud they are? Okay, so in my defense, while the pheasant is symbolic, you know, there's a lot of mythology around pheasants and there is some mythology about them representing or being representative of a Chinese sun goddess. There's a lot having to do with male sexuality um, and them being a vehicle for that. Um, actually it's because the male is so much more magnificent in appearance they're actually cousins to peacocks and believe it or not there's a few wild peacocks in Detroit but we don't talk about that either but yeah they they are really something and they announce themselves almost as loudly as elk they put on a charming display even though they don't have as many tail feathers and It's pretty spectacular when they decide that they are ready to let everyone know that they're out to strut. So if you get a chance, you know, maybe look up some videos of them making their sound because I can't make the sound myself. And if I did, it would be too loud and people will probably look at me. So I guess the last thing we can talk about is making your own pens from the quills from the pheasant feathers. And I guess you can make those as a gift, maybe for the men in your lives who might like, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe they're into calligraphy, maybe they just think it would be cool, but it would be a fun gift for those who are men or carry masculine energy because, you know, some people have that kind of energy that aren't necessarily men. So, you know, it's really up to what you like, or maybe you like that energy. Maybe you think they're really cool, Um, but I kind of want to give the guys their own thing, you know, whoever identifies as guys, I want to give them their own thing. You know, we've got plenty of of feathers we can use and flowers let's give them their thing this one 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 time so i really really um have to emphasize that seeing those pheasant feathers in a man's hat just does something for my inner detroit persona to see that is just really cool so i would recommend not plucking them unless you're going to have you know ethically harvested that bird and you're going to eat that bird or you find the feathers Um, But yeah, maybe think about doing that. And I guess there's one more thing. And that last thing is for us to say goodbye. Yeah, I know. I know. I didn't really get into a long history of the pheasant, but I want you to do the research as well. It's, It's really fun. 
They're beautiful, beautiful birds, and I can't say enough about them. And trust me, if you have moved to the Detroit city area, uh, closer toward downtown or the east side, you will hear them. You will hear them loud and proud. So I want to thank you so much for listening to me talk about pheasants. I love sharing uh, little anecdotes with my friends and we're friends, right? So if you enjoyed this, I hope you share the information you heard here and tell other people about the things that are in Detroit that they could discover and explore like wild pheasants and our foxes and the illegal chicken races that I didn't tell anybody about yet. So if this is something that interests you, I hope it brought you a smile to your face and some joy. And I look forward to hearing you uh, from you in our Shire group, if possible. And I look forward to sharing something with you next time here on my Magical Cottagecore Life. Goodbye.